This podcast is sponsored by Chicago French Press. Chicago French Press offers freshly roasted organic flavored coffee delivered right to your doorstep. Learn more about our monthly subscriptions at chicagofrenchpress.com. Welcome back to Truth or Dare with Chris Christian. This is episode five. I cannot believe it's already been five episodes, but thank you for returning newbies. Thank you for coming to listen in. For those who do not know this podcast, this here podcast reveals the truth behind entrepreneurship and explores practical strategies on how to sustain in business, not to start, not to begin, but to sustain. It's my goal to inspire you to dream, to motivate you to dare and give you the keys to go out and do it. You guys, a lot of what I'm talking about and what the guests that come on the show talk about is not just these kind of tactical how-to strategies to become successful. A lot of it is the soft skills, the things that you might not think of top of mind but matter the most. And so I'm super excited about today because today I'm going solo and I'm talking about some truths that I've learned in business that have meant the most to me making different moves and the right moves. And so it wasn't until I changed my mind towards these ways of thinking did I really, was I really able to see the results and the impact of thinking this way. So a lot of things that I talk about have to do with mindset. I've talked about language, which we'll go into some of those examples today. And we're talking about action, things that you actually do that make the difference. So first, number one, the number one truth, and actually it's not in a particular order, but the first truth that I want to reveal is that if you ask, you shall receive is in the Bible, y'all. And I'm sure you've heard it before, but it's so true. Ask and you shall receive. And it's not really just about asking. You have to actually allow it to happen in order to receiving it. Just ask. You don't have to beg. You don't have to plead. You don't have to do no tricks. You don't have to manipulate. You don't have to climb over mountains and build bridges. You don't have to do any of that. All you have to do is ask. And what I've read in the Bible is that something along the lines of, and I'm not saying that I am Chris Christian, the preacher by any means, but to some effect that God will give you everything you need to fulfill what is required. But the first step is to ask. Mind you, when I said ask, I didn't say create a dynasty or build the biggest platform since 1986. I said ask, and I did not understand the ease of asking and receiving until I started with a group of young professional millennials of color. Shout out to Benji, shout out to AJ, shout out to Brendan. It wasn't until we started Made Magazine that I understand the power of asking and receiving. You know, before we started and we, we talked about inviting different celebrities 
celebrities to f- be featured on our cover. And my first instinct was we're not big enough for a celebrity to be featured or we're, we're too young of a company to be featured on our magazine. I definitely second guessed if we would be able to swing that as a young editorial team. And I was shocked at our first outreach email to receive a yes. All we had to do was ask. Wow. I think that one characteristic that every entrepreneur must embody is the ability to have the courage to even ask. And then as an extension beyond that, the ability to accept if it is a no until you get a yes. Rejection is inevitable. And I believe that fear can really hold you back from what's on the other side. And we've heard that quote before, you know, stepping on the other side of fear. Really things that create barriers like rejection, like the fear of getting more work or self-sabotage, all these things that are really nothing but the devil, honestly. But if you want to put a name on them, barriers and obstacles that are actually not real. They're actually created by your mind that they are preventing you from doing what you need to do, which is to ask. And sometimes you don't even need to ask. You really just need to go ahead and do it and ask for forgiveness later. Don't be naive enough to think that your only metric of success are these accolades, certifications, years of experience, credits, all of these things that someone else or other groups created that you would need to receive before you go and do or ask for what you want. You negotiate what you want. Whatever you negotiate is what it is. And so it matters that you have the confidence and the courage to ask for it. And then you have the patience to allow it to happen. Out of all the people that you know, and I'm talking to whoever's listening, I probably am the most impatient person you know. I am so impatient and something that I am constantly working on. I realize that the moment you stop rushing for something to happen, the moment you forget about it, the moment that you just allow everything to be where it's supposed to be and not try to control the outcome, that very moment is when you receive it, when you get what you want and when the timing is right. And so position yourself to receive. You do have to ask. That's the first step. But allowing is also about positioning yourself to receive the yes. Yeah, we might not have had millions of followers, but we had a quality product, a quality editorial staff, great photos, awesome content. I mean, buy May magazine, your mind's going to be blown. And I think that people recognize that. And so be sure to position yourself to receive receive that yes. Also, I'm just saying, get out of your own way. That's the takeaway from this truth is sometimes we just got to get out of our own way. Allow yourself to receive whatever your heart's desired, but you can't talk yourself out of even asking. Just get out of your own way. Do what scares you. Email someone and ask them, would you mind sponsoring this? These are the benefits. This is what I can bring to the table. This is what I've done. I would love to talk more about potential sponsorships or partnership opportunities. Get out of your own way. If it's a no, it's a no. If it's a yes, yay! 
Okay, number two. There's power in your language. I talked about how what you say directly impacts how far you'll go. Be careful what you say about yourself and don't say about yourself. I have cringed at myself after receiving a compliment or someone congratulating me on a win. And I have dumbed down whatever they're congratulating me for by saying something like, oh, I'm just out here trying to make it or, um, you know, just doing, you know, doing what I can. No, no. And I recognized it recently. And I'm like, girl. You did that. Winners have confidence in their capabilities and vocalize their talents and their gifts. They say what they bring to the table no questions asked. It is what it is. And it's important that you not be afraid to brag about yourself. Self-promotion is key to being recognized as a thought leader in any industry. And so if you don't tell someone how great you are, they don't know. No one's checking for you, boo. I had to say that. For real, people have their own lives doing their own stuff. No one knows unless you tell them. I've been in so many conversations. It's like people referring to something like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And I should be more in tune, honestly, but I'm not. So please remind me of what you're doing. And there's nothing wrong with that. Remind people of what you're doing. Tell them why it matters and give them quantitative results as to why it would be beneficial to them. What's in it? for them. It's not about you. It's what's in it for them. When people say, tell me about yourself, tell them about yourself, where you're from, but get down to the nitty gritty. How many people have you impacted? How many customers have you reached? How many impressions have you garnered? All of these different things that are measurable results that show people your impact can truly make the difference in if you receive an opportunity or not. Again, closed mouths don't get fed. If you don't tell people what you can do, what your reach is, they don't know. So power in your language. Now, that's power in your language. So I talked about what you don't say and what you do say, but what you actually do say, making sure that it's coming from a place of clarity, of compassion and of camaraderie. People enter business with people that they like. People do business with business relationships that are successful, whether that be monetarily or whether that be, you know, from a passion perspective. I really like working with him. Man, I like working with him. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. And they keep making money together forever. No one likes to do business with someone with a chip on their shoulders. I've been in a couple situations where myself and the past partners have brought old notions from past business relationships into our relationships, which have tainted the current opportunity because everyone's scared. Everyone's tiptoeing because they don't want to do something wrong or whatever. Leave that at the door. In terms of what actually comes out of your mouth, making sure that your language is positive, that your attitude is awesome always moving the group forward that what you're doing is not coming out of scarcity but out of abundance making
making sure that any of the decisions that you are making is driving the group or the business or the campaign forward. Remember that your attitude determines your latitude. So you do not want to be put in a situation where you're a detriment to the group because your attitude sucks. How many people have been through that, right? Where you're like, dang, I just, she's so good, but dang, I, I just don't like being around her. The, the mood changes. It's all about the vibe. It's all about your mood. And so I make sure that I bring, I'm not saying all the time, I try to keep it high, but my mood is always optimistic and I'm full of energy. Okay, and then when you talk about someone that potentially is coming to you in a disrespectful manner or the wrong tone or they are dimming the mood, my honest opinion would be just to let it roll off your back. People who are calm and cool always win. Think about Obama. Think about him. So in love This is your victory. Now I know you didn't do this just to win an election. And I know you didn't do it for me. You did it because you understand the enormity of the task that lies ahead. But my main message is just calm and cool and collective. This is something I had to learn after being so stressed out all the time. One, what you learn comes from the journey. You don't want to be working towards a goal so much every day with you and your team. And things are so stressed out every day to the point where you look up two years have gone by. And yes, you have reached your goal, but you have worn everyone out. People are sick. People feel unappreciated. You can't even celebrate when you get there. A lot of entrepreneurs do this. Every moment for me is a part of the journey that I embrace. And that's what it has to be. I love the process of making something, turn something into life and to bring fruition to something. I just, I love the idea of creating. And so that attitude that you come to create has to be joyful in whatever capacity that you're creating on. And so I found myself stressed out because I was stressed, because I was overworked. I was angry because I couldn't love myself and and give myself care the way I should probably. I mean, I was grouchy. I was angry. I felt like I should have gotten paid more. And I remember in one key argument, I allowed my temper. I mean, I think I just got loud and I sounded angry. My tone was offensive. People don't remember typically your whole relationship right they remember how you made them feel at that one very end moment and so that was a big lesson for me because never ever should I or anyone allow someone else to make them angry where I become someone that I don't want to be or I don't want to meet I had to really check myself and make sure that yo first of all what you have to understand is it's not even about you the reason why someone came to you a different way or in a disrespectful tone or offended you it had nothing to do with you they were stressed out they were in a complex complicated situation they were strained so back to the compassion coming from a place of clarity camaraderie and compassion being empathetic towards people and when they do come out you crazy like oh, okay 
that's not even obviously has anything to do with me. And I think that people pleasers specifically, because I'm one of them, want everyone to love you, right? You want you want to make sure that everyone's good and satisfied. And that's just never always going to be the case. People are just human and we should give people the ability to be just that and forgiving yourself and forgiving them on a tone or how you said something. But if you can prevent it, remember it is about your language. There's power in your language. Your language can make or break a relationship. So the last truth that I want to talk about is basically the concept that if you create value, the people, the funders, the followers will follow. I've thought about this on both sides of the coin. There's one side that is proven where many entrepreneurs have had an amazing idea, right? A business plan has conceptualized this amazing new invention and they have been able to successfully land partners sponsors funding you know from a mere idea I know that this happens every day I know that people do this often in my experience I have not I have led with the strategy of building a platform or a business or a prototype or a case study basically the concept of showing it and telling everybody so building a platform being able to showcase it and then going out and promoting it and telling the world I believe that when you show somebody what you're capable of then they automatically just jump on the bandwagon when they know it's already working and hard work just doesn't go unnoticed it's easier to ask or demand what you want when you've already proven results right you've already have a proof of concept you already have feedback from your customers or your clients you already have a case study that you put together that has the results and the impact of whatever you're doing and so if you're able to showcase this in a way that is helpful to a potential partner in understanding how the value will be exchanged then you're winning I've done this so many times with so many different brands that we've built and sometimes it's it's worked and other times it hasn't. A proof of concept that didn't work was the K-Cups. I had this great idea because the customers were asking at Chicago Fruit Trust, when are you coming out with K-Cups? When are you coming out with K-Cups? And I was like, we need K-Cups. And so I got K-Cups. I bought a machine. I have 100,000 K-Cups from China and I get 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 in it and one it takes way too long to create one box 18 count box it literally takes like a whole day to do it because I didn't get the automatic equipment I got the manual and I don't want to get more equipment and the fact that I was doing more and more research and found that people are using reusable k-cups because they don't want to use as much paper in the environment now it's like this also just doesn't go with our mission and vision for the company so I I had to take that proof of concept. I'm literally looking at it right now, this K-Cup box and these 100,000 K-Cups and just chop it off for a loss. It wasn't a good idea and that's okay. And that's what innovation is about. But I do know that we were able to adjust with our bags. So um, we just rolled out our new three ounce bags that are basically custom bag, beautiful packaging. Shout out to Fame Integrated Marketing for helping us do that. It's just dope. 
but I didn't know earlier before we got the packaging it was these ugly like silver three ounce bags they look like little Capri Suns and the reason why I didn't invest completely in the custom packaging in the beginning was because I didn't know if they were actually going to sell we initially just rolled out 12 ounce bags and then we saw that there was need for a smaller bag so we didn't know if it should be three ounce should it be six ounce those three ounce sold like hotcakes and so then we made the investment of getting full packaging for the entire line and upgrading the line as well from a brand packaging standpoint so that is a great example of proving the concept and reinvesting in it to make it even better and that's what entrepreneurship is about it's about iteration it's about beta it's about just getting it out there and improving on it as you go The last thing I want to touch on is the truth that it's better to build a bridge than to burn one. It's hard to come back from a burnt bridge and it's so easy to burn one. Being in whatever industry you're in, be sure not to burn bridges because people, your network is so crucial to your success. It's so crucial. And so you never want to leave a situation unclear. You never want to leave a situation on a bad note. You always want to wrap it with a bow, even if it didn't work out. You want to make sure that there's a, a pathway or pipeline to continuing the relationship at a later date. Um, Understanding things don't work out, understanding that there's a time where you have to move on at certain points, but never should a relationship be tarnished because of anything you said or did. It's just a bad look. You definitely want to focus on maintaining and making sure that those bridges, there's no gaps. Those are some, some gems that I've learned. I really hope you all have learned or found this podcast helpful please do follow me on Instagram Facebook like my page I'm getting my little itty bitty likes up I I just started the Facebook page not too long ago actively on it so please do me a favor and like it you know please give me feedback let me know what it is that you like me to talk about what experts you like me to bring in and I'll definitely be sure to consider those Um, we are going to open up the segment next week for questions questions and answers that i'll provide on the show catch you guys next week for another episode of truth or dare with chris christian episode six see you all soon You've been listening to Truth or Dare with Chris Christian, a podcast that reveals the truth behind entrepreneurship and explores practical strategies on how to sustain in business. You can find the podcast every Monday at chrischristian.com backslash podcast.